Good evening, brothers and sisters. <clears throat> Thank you for being here tonight. And let us uh, together just begin with a prayer. Jesus, we love you, we adore you in the Eucharist. Lord, we are amazed and in awe at the way you come to us, so humble, so lowly under the form of bread. Jesus, I pray for every person here tonight. Lord, I pray that you would, in your divine mercy, in your sacred heart, that you would touch us. Lord, that you would move our hearts to repentance, that you would help us to love you more than we ever have before. Lord, tonight in our uh, humanness and our weakness, Lord, we're bold and we ask for bold things. We ask you to transform each of us. We ask you to transform our church, our city, our country, our world. Lord, bring salvation to your people. And tonight, draw us near to you. We consecrate ourselves to you and pray with me, brothers and sisters. Lord, we offer you ourselves through Our Lady. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit in thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> Well, brothers and sisters, tonight I hope to be brief <clears throat> because what's more important is that you have time with Jesus uh, and with the sacrament of confession. If you're new tonight, if you've never been in adoration, if you've never been before Jesus in the Eucharist like this, I just invite you to be open and free. Uh, Jesus promises us that in the sacrament of his body that he's really with us that that is the whole christ that he is here in his mercy and love and his joy and forgiveness tonight what i want to just briefly speak with you about brothers and sisters is uh, is very simple it's very simple and what i want to talk to you tonight about is just repentance Have you ever had the experience of being lost? I know I've had that experience before. It's kind of a scary one, not knowing where you are, where you're going. Oftentimes in the world, <clears throat> what happens is you and I, we, we kind of have a vague sense of, of where we're going, where life is leading us. And if you're here tonight, in some way you, you know that your life is meant to be for God. But what happens is we get in the trenches. And in the trenches, you know, if you imagine, if you've ever seen the movie Braveheart, I know all the, all the men are like, yes, Braveheart, thank God. Thank you for mentioning that, right? The women are like, what is that movie? I've heard of it. If you're in, a, the church teaches us that life is a battle. And if you're in a battle, what happens a lot of times is you get turned around. 
things become confusing. It's hard to know where you're at. It's hard to know uh, who's your friend, who's your enemy. And I think the Christian life is, is a lot like that. Day by day, you and I, we get so enmeshed in what's in front of us. We work hard. We have a lot of things going on. And we can lose sight of, of where we're at and where we're going. Every Advent, the church gives to us the image of John the Baptist. And, and this evening, I was praying, just trying to prepare for it tonight. And the, I was praying with Matthew chapter 3. And the first thing that John the Baptist says in Matthew chapter 3 is he says, Metanoete. Repent. And I love this. And I was praying there's a, there's a monk. Monks are awesome. And there's this great monk that says, every truly new word, I know we need that. We need something new. Right, Jesus, sometimes my life is just day after day. It's repetitive. It seems old and worn thin. And Lord, what I need from you, what I need from God, is I need something new. And something new that speaks to my life. Every truly new word begins in the desert. The uninhabited land where nothing is taken for granted and where nothing pretends to be what it is not. Listen to that one more time. Every truly new word begins in the desert. The uninhabited land where nothing is taken for granted and where nothing pretends to be what it is not. The desert is the place of silence. <clears throat> and John the Baptist in Matthew chapter 3, he appears in the desert and he has a word. Right? And his word to us is repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus will say the same thing in Matthew 4. And brothers and sisters, very simply tonight, it's just so, it's very simple, but it's very profound. <clears throat> what I hope to do tonight in my brief time is invite you into the desert. Every year I go on retreat to the desert, and I haven't had my retreat yet, and so I'm, I'm kind of turned around right now. But what happens in our lives in every one of us is our lives become confused and overly busy. They become overly noisy. And I don't know your life, but I know my life, there's too many demands. The world speaks very loudly. I have lots of people that I feel like I have to please. I have duties and, and d demands and hopes and all kinds of things. But every year when I go to the desert, it all becomes clear. In the desert, nothing pretends to be what it is not. In the desert, everything's stripped away. It's a barren place, but it's a clear place. <laughs> And every year when I go to Crestone in this high 
uh, mountain desert, it's brutally cold, <laughs> and, and there's no water, but there's high peaks around it. And every year I remember what matters and what doesn't. And it's so healing, right? Jesus is so good. Every year he just says to me, he says, Brian, you forgot again. You forgot what matters. And every year I have peace. And what I remember every year is that all of my anxieties, all the things that happen here at Lord's, which I love with my heart of hearts, everything will pass except God and souls. Everything will pass. And all the things that give me anxiety will be no more someday. And what will remain is God and souls. And there's such peace in that. And every year I come back from my retreat and I come back with a new resolve and it's wonderful. And I come back and I say, Lord, I'm going to live for the things that matter. And here's my point, brothers. Again, it's so simple. We all know that the word that Jesus Christ says to us during Advent, during Lent, and honestly through the whole course of our lives, is he says, repent and believe. Repent and believe. There is something worth repenting for. John the Baptist and Jesus both say, repent and believe for the kingdom of God is at hand. There is something more important than your work, There is something more important than your relationships. There is something more important than your bank account. There is something more important than your feeling of being loved by other human beings. And that something is the kingdom of God. And it's worth everything. There's something worth repenting for. But it's hard to know, you know, when you get turned around... It's hard to know, well, okay, Lord, to repent means to turn around. That's literally what the the word means, to turn around. But it's hard to know what what direction should I turn towards. And what I hope tonight is for you is a moment of clarity. In that battlefield of life, if you're going to see clearly, you have to actually step outside the battlefield. It's too confusing on the field. And to know, to get your bearings, you have to step outside of it. And what, what my retreat does for me every single time I go, and my holy hour every day is a taste of this, is it's stepping outside of that confusion. And it's getting my bearings. And it's saying, this is where things lie, and that's the direction I have to go. Your life is too busy. (laughs) You have too much noise. You have too many demands. Jesus is here tonight. He's here most especially in the Eucharist. But all that matters is that he loves you and he's God. And that's all I want to remind you of tonight is that that's all the church wants to do in Advent In Advent, the church wants to remind you that he came into this world because he loves you 
and he will come back. And that should give your life value and meaning. He is so merciful. So I hate to admit this, but I have to say it. We kind of handpicked the priests here tonight because I'm selfish and I love my parish. <clears throat> but the priests aren't what matter. That we pick the priests. I always try to get priests that I know personally and I know are very good priests. And every one of the men here tonight, I will attest to that. So don't be scared of confession. But more important than them is the confessions about Jesus. He came into this world for you. And whatever you're worried about, every one of you tonight, I know every one of you is worried about something. You have something in your life you're scared about, you're worried about. And I understand, because I have the same thing. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> you have a soul that will live forever. There's a God who loves you, who is here for you. And that's all that life is about. So tonight I encourage you, let, I hope tonight is that moment where you can step back, you can see which direction you're supposed to go, that you can turn in the right direction, that you can say, Lord, I know my life has to change. I know my heart has to change. But what direction does it go? And in the, the worship of God and in the silence, you'll find your direction. But I hope tonight is not your only night. You have to find silence in your life. You have to go to the desert. If you don't go to the desert, you'll never see straight. And so let me read that quote to you one more time. Every truly new word begins in the desert, the uninhabited land where nothing is taken for granted and where nothing pretends to be what it is not. Jesus, strip us of our blindness, of our illusions. Lord, all those things we're worried about, we give them to you right now. We give you our fears, Lord. We give you our, the fears of our future, of our past sins. Lord, we give you all the things that are on our hearts and minds, all the ways that we think we're not worthy of love. And Lord, we especially give you our sins and the ways that we think you can't forgive us. We know your blood and your cross is bigger than our sin. Lord, I pray for all of your children here tonight. May they love you. May they go to the desert to find you. May they repent. And may they know your love and mercy.